Damn. Jackie Chan's a huge pop star. He can that guy can sing. He's the man, and he can kick ass. What is the music like? Is it is it like lovey dovey type? Well, yeah. Okay. If you can if you can mix those two, then yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spongebob's Morning Show. Recorded live, sort of, ish. Live-ish. Live-ish from the home of the comic book, Ben. Jay and Soundbox Secret <laughs> Stash. I'm all off today. You realize we haven't done this in like a month, right? I mean, time Yeah, I like know. It's weird, went, but... Went by us. You know, we go to L.A. We get all like... All like, we get all LA'd up. Get all LA'd up, and then like, then we get all you know. St- I'm still in like West Coast time. I don't know where I am. I don't know what day it is. It's playing, Friday, Ming. Playing the Ching Chong. Good morning. I love the Ching Chong song. You and, know I love the Ching Chong song. Always good for a laugh. Always good for a laugh. Uh, but um, uh, you know, I was playing mashups. I was playing music. Like uh, people came down on me. We're not allowed to play any kind of sort of anything resembling a recorded song anymore. I was supposed to have. We're playing. Uh, the, there's there's like a mandated intro I was supposed to play I forgot to put it on the computer so so we'll get it all figured we'll get it figured yeah, yeah you're, you're sitting there going I gotta take all this copyrighted material off my my we'll, computer we'll damn get it, it figured out sorry Will Wilkins but uh, this is the Smodco this morning show it is Smodco's morning show look at us it, well, we're I mean, all it's, fancy and it's shit kind of the point is like WNBC yeah that was always Don Imus's WNBC and they stole it from him well I mean I always consider this kind of like the christian slater pump up the volume thing and now we you know like it's no now we're corporate the, yeah now we're corporate like, now, you know, we're, now we're the now we we're a, the man we have to kowtow to advertisers <laughs> and, uh, you know we're like a real uh, network like, uh, just, only if you want to cash those checks ming i just want to be dr johnny fever man but without any restrictions uh, he had restrictions arthur carlson i don't, that's thing, I don't arthur want arthur carlson I don't was want, the man i don't want arthur carlson yeah but he had uh andy andy ran uh actually interference will kind of looks like arthur carlson does he really oh, that's, that's not little, true little bit little bit no little bit. Then, he lo- then he looks like the perv from uh different strokes the oh, guy who man. owned the bike shop oh no arthur was the old guy right yeah uh, no he looked no will looks a little more like les nesman does he oh well les nesman is also an old dude but Less who uh, couldn't pronounce Chai Chai Rodriguez. Yeah, where's where's my Bailey's Bailey Quarter? Bailey's Quarter? Bailey, Bailey Quarters? Bailey Quarters? No, you're gonna have to settle for. Um, oh yeah, I was all. Well, we've had this discussion. Yeah, I was we, all about Bailey's. Yeah, Bailey, ooh, Bailey. Bailey. She that chick shows up at Comic Cons, right? I heard. Maybe? I don't know. Maybe oh, I would man. hope that would be awesome. But what if she looks like, you know, your? No, I think she looks good. Does she? Somebody I'm, look it up. Somebody look it up. <laughs> Somebody find out from Ming. Somebody Ming can't out. be bothered to to look stuff up. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, so we're a day late, but not a dollar short. Never miss an episode. No, we try not to miss episodes. Yeah. So we're going to be on Yeah. a well, day late. And people are going to be like, what? What? What's this? Is this a new episode? Holy crap. What? Yeah. I can't believe my ears. Yeah, so it's uh, Friday and I'm getting Ming and Mike goodness. I know. So, uh, so last week I hope you heard the uh the last two weeks ran what I recorded at the uh, Nightbird recording studio from the Sunset Market. It was excellent. It's fun. Uh, last week was uh, Samantha Aurelio on a Steinway piano. I looked up the value of a Steinway. You know, I don't play piano. Did What's you a Steinway? About 800 pounds. <laughs> no, Steinway's goes for about uh what, 25 grand? More, yeah. Uh, I'm, you, I'm going by like 1980s dollars. How do you know this? Did you play piano? Or I did. did you, I did you took, really? I took piano lessons. We actually had a Steinway. We had a Steinway. You had a Steinway. Um, we did. 
Whoa! It was it was a lower end model, and it was it was a baby grand, not the grand piano. This was was no, no. This was an upright. They actually Steinway made uprights. Okay. So this was like an upright, and it had the uh, the panel that you could slide in. Yeah. But it wasn't like a player piano. Right. Okay. You know the the thing is, it was in my garage forever, and the um the 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 soundboard cracked. Oh, okay. Or the tuning board, or whatever the hell that thing is. It cracked after being in my garage for like. Were you doing years. like Great Balls of Fire, like Jerry Lee Lewis? Like, no, no, no. It cracked because of the weather. Because okay, you should, it would, should always be indoor in, temperature control. Yep. Wow. Well, most people who buy a Steinway, yeah, yeah, they treat keep it, it <laughs> treat it like a treat Steinway. it like a Steinway. Yes. My father got it in. Uh, I think what happened was my father, uh, as you all know, was the town doctor, and yes. uh, I think someone paid him with a Steinway. Really? Yeah. I would take a Steinway as a payment, but he was um, like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah, now i got to make my kids play piano. That, well, so we had it sounds forever. Like, sounds like Rob Brutes, man. He's like, here, I'll give you some little rubber monster. I'll give you a pink rubber monster uh, if you, I don't know, if you if you appraise let's, my comments. Let's stop talking about, people have been like uh, asking me on Twitter, what is your hatred for Rob Bruce? I have no hatred no, for Rob Bruce. Just, I feel... You guys are like, you guys are freaking... No. I'm just, you know what? Here's, and, and this Rob is where... Rob Bruce I, is like the weird older brother that this gets is, on your nerves all the time. This is the line I'm drawing <laughs> in the sand. People are like, he's your arch nemesis. No, I no, kind of deserve a better arch nemesis than Rob Bruce. I want someone with a cape. Arch nemesis precludes that they're evil, and uh, Rob isn't evil per se. No, people can accuse me of being evil. I don't care. Rob is is evil. You guys just like the buttheads. It's funny. Uh, I love it. It's entertaining. Well, that's why you you invite him places. Not reality, (laughs) actuality. This is a real-life true TV right here. Yeah, and and he he says stupid shit, and it just gets on my nerves. Walt actually asked me. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, like, you let him get so far under your skin. It's because he's – he has this overwhelming need to be the smartest guy in the room. Uh, he is, yes. Every time. Yes. Even if he's in the room with Stephen fucking Hawking. Robert. Uh, yeah. You are in. Robert, idiot. what are you doing here? You Stop are, doing you that. You are in. It, I, it. Physics don't work that way, Robert. <laughs> Robert, what is up with your hair? <laughs> that is defying the laws of physics. Yeah. But anyway. What um, were we talking about? Oh, your dad. Yeah, yeah your dad. Oh, uh, so anyway. Got, he got paid, with, paid with a Steinway piano. Yeah, and it, it was a cool. nice Steinway piano, which got destroyed. And Yeah. Yeah. It ended up in my brother's garage <laughs> like years oh, so later. Oh, it, so it's been passed down. It was passed down. And he's like, I got to get rid of this turn? fucking thing. Never, because I – don't want us to I'm, actually my my boys are getting into music yeah my uh my oldest son is taking the alto sax really saxophone yeah. saxophone and uh i think because of uh simpsons he's doing the saxophone really? and my other son is uh keyboard and drums wow so yeah percussion and when the jazz yeah testifying <laughs> so um they're enjoying that but uh, what? How the hell? Did, oh, the Steinway. Yeah. So yeah, how much? Uh, Steinway Grand Piano. The one got it. The that one you that got? Samantha played. Studio B, Nightbird Recording Studios at Sunset Marquee goes retail fifty two thousand dollars. Fifty two. At least you didn't go over. You would have won on the prices, right? Yeah, I would have gone uh, unless somebody came within a dollar, and then they would have won both showcases. Yeah. So. Speaking of the prices, right? We were near. We were by the prices. We were right? in the studio it, where they they kind do of the prices. Right? Me. So we were. I don't know if we talked about. I mean, we talked about being on Talking <laughs> Dead. You are. 
being in the studio audience. Which we was had really, a great time. Which was really freaking cool, man. Just do I like, have my that phone was... with me? Yes, I do. Hold on. I'm going to... Are you going to play... I'm going to... No. Dun, 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 dun. No, I'm going to... Um, yes, I'm going to Instagram... A picture of you on the talking... No, room. my seat. Your Actually, seat? our Actual seat. seat. On the talking Yeah, room. it was cool. They had you set up in the front row so you could get up and ask your question. You were right behind me. Me and though. Rob were right behind you. We could have spit on your head. Um, actually, I think Rob did, <laughs> which is fine. And um, since it was um, – Actually, I'll tweet it. I can't remember if I said this, but I didn't realize that since we were kind of like – I don't want to say VIP, but we were special. Spatial. We got special access. Uh, they let us keep our phones. The other people behind us, they confiscated all their <laughs> cell phones. And I heard uh, – like, I whipped mine out to take a photo of the set. And I heard someone behind me was like, "What the hell? What? what how does? He, how come he gets to keep his phone?" And then they then they took a little look closer, like, "Oh, we're in comic oh, book. oh, oh, comic book men are here. Oh, oh great. great, comic book men." Yeah, but they actually record at the CBS studios. Studio, uh, te- I believe they call it Television City. It is Television City. Television City and recorded live in yes. front of a studio audience at Television City. And in Hollywood. I think the next studio over was The Price is Right with the wheel yep. and Plinko <laughs> and all that stuff. So um, I've always wanted to be on The Price is Right. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's too late. but I don't know. But Ming Chen, come on down. You're, that would be freaking awesome. I With Drew Carey now, right? It is Drew Carey. Actually, you know what I would love to do? And this is going to sound so fucked up because yes. Walt would never do it. Yes. Family Feud. Oh, God. He, I, oh, he, he, he would host it. <laughs> no, I would love he to go. His we go on Steve Harvey. is fucked up version. But we go to uh, Steve Harvey, the, the Family Feud, comic book man edition of, of yeah. Family who Feud. Do we, who do we play? Uh, we could play the cast of Modern Duck, Family. Duck Dynasty? Or how about, oh, we could play the Pawn Stars. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Rick, that's a stupid answer, Rick. Yeah, oh, Rick. The old guys. man. The yeah, old man coming out for that. Sure he is. If they give him 600 bucks, he'll come out. You yeah. bet he will. <laughs> did you see that story? I guess they tried to shoehorn a woman, a female into the Pawn Stars They cast. did. It was like their niece. Yeah, and then and it, it turns out uh, she was a suicide girl, and um, she had posed nude on the internet, and they, they oh, kicked her that's off. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell, man? What? Why is that bad? I mean, because they're uh, what, super kids? religious. Actually, are they super religious? The well, stars? no, I don't think so. I think that the Pawn Stars plays so well in the Midwest that they can't have a girl. Come on, man. I'm telling you, same reason that preacher is going to be bullshit, man. I'm tell. I'm do, do I, I sound like I care? Are you familiar with the suicide girls? Are usually, uh, you know, tatted up badass chicks yeah. who, uh, you know, they get, you know, they, they, uh, you know, they're artistic pinup photos. Like you get subscribed to their site, and um, anybody have a connection to them? We need free accounts, or you know, because I can't, you know, I can't, I can't have that on my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyone want to be a shill for Ming Chen? Get in touch with him at Ming Chen thirty seven. I remember. I don't know if I should tell this. Well, I'll tell the story. Um, Go ahead. Walter needed a reference photo for Batman, and um, he needed a female reference photo. Oh, this one. So it wasn't. Um, so Kevin was sending him reference photos. He couldn't find the right one, except he found one on like a the site called Met Art, I believe, where um, they're artistic nudes. But he didn't want to sign up for the site because he didn't want his credit card. So he made me do it on mine. On the <laughs> so, honey, if you see uh, you know Met Art on there. Or uh, you know, suicidegirls.com. It's it's uh, it's for work. It was for work. It's for work, honey. My standard my standard excuse. It's uh, for Kevin work. Kevin told me to do it. 
Kevin said I had to do it. That's my standard excuse when I get in trouble. I don't know. It's like, whoa, what the, what the hell are you doing here? It's like, Kevin said it was okay. Uh, yeah, so. Does that, is that pretty much like your magic wand? Is that your? Uh, it, my Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Is, is that your, um, uh, these are not the droids you're looking for? Is that the Jedi mind trick with, uh, with Debbie Chen? Uh, no, it doesn't work. Quite Kevin Smith asked me to do this. These are not the droids you're looking for. It does for. not work quite Forget as well. Yeah, it does not work quite as well, unfortunately. All right. Well, bummer. It worked for a little while. <laughs> I mean, isn't that, don't, don't you, well, I guess you can't. You're like, Never. Walt, Walt told me to do it. It's like, so? Yes, you're, yeah, <laughs> you're a fucking grown man. Grow up a set so? of balls. So? I don't care. <laughs> Idiot. Moron. Dumbass. <laughs> Why would you do that? Asswipe. <laughs> and that's what I get. Listen to Walt Flanagan. Uh, if you go on the Comic Book Men, if you are if you follow on Twitter at Comic Book Men AMC, if you follow on Facebook. Which you should. They've been doing these things where uh, they'll put up a still of Walt and then there'll be a little empty, Caption, yeah. empty um, like comic bubble. And where the hell did they come from? I don't remember him posing for those pictures. Oh, there was a – Are they just screen captures? No, no, no. I think uh, uh, they're either screen captures or um, like uh, on, on – like the, they send out like stills photographer. We had a stills photographer. And some of the, like we we some did of the we did to- so it's like when Lou came in they're like oh we want to capture this so okay all right well. yeah um, but there's one right now of Walt looking he's holding he's in agony he's agony agony it. agony agony and most of the comments are like why Ming why or why did I buy this fifteen why did I spend fifteen hundred dollars on a storage locker that you didn't we did I'm out three seventy five. yes yes we are I got no more money left man it's like five fifty for the aircraft carrier. 375 for the storage locker, 100 plus to Jason B. That's everything. That's pretty much that, everything I got. Everything that they gave to you for being on that's the show. It, you know, after taxes, yes. That's it. Now what? Now I got to, you know, now I'm going to earn money. Atta boy. <laughs> I, I, know, I know Johnson can get you some stuff. Yeah, actually, uh, well, I'm trying to earn some of that money back. I will be at uh, Collector's Con MD this weekend, Mike. Tomorrow is a Yes, you con. will. It's at this place called Tall Pines, I think, or Twin Pines. Tall Pines, I believe. Uh, CollectorsConMD.com. Hang on. Let me, uh, let, me, let me put out the information in, just in case you're in the Maryland area. Tall Cedars. Tall Cedars. Yes, you will be with Rob Bruce, who I swore I would never speak of again. Yeah. But well, um, Just you know, say it like Harry Potter, <laughs> that who shall not be named. Or he who shall not be named. Yeah. Actually, Harry, no. I, why the hell do I care about Rob Bruce being named? Yeah, That's Collector's fine. Con MD uh, goes from 9 to 6 this weekend at Tall Cedars in Baltimore. On Saturday. On Saturday. Just one day. Yeah. Now, I was invited to this con by, by Rob. He was like, hey, you want to come down to this con? And I screwed up. I thought this con was the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And traditionally on Thanksgiving, I go down to Baltimore, take my family down there. We have a family friend down right. there. Right. The matriarch of the family grills turkey on the on the grill charcoal nice so i'm like hell yeah man let's go lovely big spread you know it's it's fun so i was like yeah i'll be there anyways i'll come down and i got my date screwed up it's actually the week it's actually this week and then next week you're gonna be going down again yeah i'll go down again which is cool baltimore is like my third or my second home okay but you're coming back on sunday coming back on sunday by sunday yes because you and i have we gotta do yeah taking hay we have to do that i'm i've got a full up sunday all right because i gotta do stuff for 
Oh my God, the the Bruce family just fucks with my weekends, Why? don't they? Because Josh Bruce what, do needs to me to. Again? No, I have to. Um, he needs me to do some again. Yeah, film I still have to movie? film. Film his movie. So they uh, a local website here reports on news did an article on Josh. He's like, oh, he's making a horror movie. Yeah, featuring uh, you know, he's got stars. Is that your mic moving around? That's me. Yeah, that's oh, here, my tighten mic. Tighten it. Tighten it. Hold on. Wait a minute. Tighten it. Yeah, spin it around the other way. Hold on. Is that it? Spin. Tighten that shit. Uh, and hold on. Yeah, spin this it. way. There we go. Spin that. Spin it. Tight. Is it tightening? You know what gave us that mic? It's freaking ghetto, man. It's got. I'm sure. Get out of those mics. There's always. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's fucking cameras in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Down down shirt cameras. Shirt mic. So they just story about how you know he's doing this horror movie, and I'm just like, dude. He's got merchandise, got posters. I'm like, dude, finish the movie. Yeah, you got to finish. finish the movie. He keeps adding stuff to it. But the problem is is that he kind of needs some of my stuff. A, it was supposed to be a short and he turned into a feature length. Into a feature you length Because we decided to do, we agreed to do it. Yeah, you know? and then he's like, all right, well, here we go. And he keeps going, say, what are you doing this Sunday morning? I'm like, I'm – I'm spending time with my family because yeah. I work during the week. Yeah, I'm like, why? He's like, I need, I need to shoot another scene. I'm like, isn't this thing done yet? Like, yeah, seriously. You, you killed me off two you're weeks gonna, ago. You're never going to finish this. Josh, if you're listening, finish the movie. Finish the damn finish movie. The movie. Yes. Before, I just think it's funny. He's got merchandise. Or he's got, he's going to have like hats. And uh, you know, they're going to be like Burning Hell jackets. Movie's called Burning Hell. You can follow on Facebook. Yeah, Burning Hell. And he's also using um, music that he's not licensed to use. Oh, all right. So. If if oh, D. Schneider he, if, if, if he's yeah. a twisted sister's birthday. If D. Schneider's listening. Or AJ. AJ hell. buddy, how you doing? Uh long time no talk, but uh jump on the bandwagon and sue Josh Bruce. Is that the same song I'm they use in uh, Pee Wee's Pee Wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, okay. Yes, that's Where great. He's driving through the lot Good, and, yeah. and Twisted Sisters filming a video and it's like you're and gonna he, burn in hell. And he he rides his bike right through. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. yeah. Wow. That, yeah. Uh, you, about that. you play a cop, I believe. Is that correct? I play a uh, tough as nails cop with a heart of gold. Oh, okay. From Brooklyn. Okay, and I, I have to have a Brooklyn accent too. How you doing? I play a priest. I got a collar and everything. Now this the priest shirt and collar came from Gidham <laughs> as well. Which probably came from the flea market, which explains the red, <laughs> the the red rash on my body. Yeah, most likely the bumps, those and, weird bumps and, that weren't and, there before. I, I really want to go and see a doctor, but no doctor will see me anymore. Yeah. So collectors con MD, come on down. I'll be signing autographs and uh, I'm bringing some stuff signed by pre-signed by Walt and Mike if you want that. And uh, yeah, should be a good time. Should be a good time. We got another <laughs> con coming up. Uh, like breaking news, Mike. So all four of us will be at the Niagara Falls Comic Con. We will, Ming. Which, sounds, which is pretty badass, I think. In all and of itself, us. just the the uh, the fact that we're going to be at Niagara Con. Yeah, I like uh, on the thing, it's like uh, Comic Con, first appearance in Canada, which is true. It is also our first con appearance. Together. With all four of us, yep. like just kind of like there. Not, you know, you could count New York Comic Con, but we didn't have a table. Nope. Count Baltimore, but we had kind of had a table, but it was for the show uh-huh. where we're just going to be there and we get to, you know, we get, we spend the whole time meeting people. We can do whatever the hell we want, yeah. really. Where, where people were not. Yeah. Do you know how hard this is? Like, Walt Flanagan doesn't leave. You know, Brian will attend half the cons he's invited to. Yeah. And uh, so it's really hard just getting all four of us out. Of you and I are the most uh, social well, we butterflies. Like, we like traveling. Yeah. We like hanging out. Oh, like, that's yeah. like, we love it. 
Well, I want to find out when the hell they're going to finally make us um, official guests at uh, MegaCon. Oh, it's it's it'll it'll happen. I, I know, but the way I see things happening is they space out the announcements. They don't want to blow their load all in one. You see, so I gotcha. So uh, I've seen the way the cons do it is like you know if we hit a thousand likes by today, we'll post a new uh, announcement. So they they bank them. I gotcha. Got it. Hear, yeah, you hear me? You, you see how this works? I getcha. But I also want to hear from them that they're that we're good to go. Because uh, I'm going to take an extra couple days, like an extra oh, three yeah. or four it's days. Orlando, yeah. yeah. I, I think and I I'm bringing the my, kids. See my family wants to come down. So uh, June 6th, 7th, and 8th, my friends, 2014, we will be there. Uh, so that's breaking news. Another breaking news. No, wait a minute. You're, yeah, that's up in um, – another breaking news. Uh, Niagara Falls, not MegaCon. Right. Mega, Niagara Falls. Uh, breaking news just announced all three days. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, a.k.a. Gustavo Gus oh. from Breaking Bad. At, at the, Niagara, Niagara Falls. Wow. Oh, that's going to be great. Pairing all three days. And he was also on Once Upon a Time. He yes. played Sydney. Yes. What uh, What do you think he's going to be charging for? Uh, I, I would pay 40 bucks for Gus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 40 bucks for Gus. Yeah. Now, you come down here for you pay 40 bucks to get all four of us. I, I've said yeah. it here first. Right. That's 10 bucks a, a comic book, man. Yeah. Cheap. Or should Cheap. we go 50? Fifty for all four. You know what? Uh, tweet us. Yeah, we'll find. Yeah. It. <laughs> well, though, as usual, even in the store, if you will go, well, I was looking for forty to eighty dollars. We're giving you forty. So, like, I think, I think, yeah, I think that's cool. Hey, I want to tell one story before we go. Cause, oh, good. Uh, you got a story. Good. Well, right. yeah, actually, it's, it's John Smithers asked. Okay. Big fun pants. Okay. You. Uh, he says, "Hey, how come the guys sometimes call you chief? What's the story behind this that? Is a good story. Sit back, kids. Sit back. Pop the popcorn. Yes, this actually involves our friend Brian Q. Actually, yeah, this is um, Impractical Jokers. This is Impractical Jokers, Brian Quinn. When uh, Q used to come down for um, very early Tell Him Steve Daves, um, they would do it on, I I think it was rotating Thursday or Friday. I forget when it was. But they used to come down, and Q would come down in the afternoon and would uh, grab lunch with the guys beforehand because Brian would – Brian Johnson had come in. Walt was here, and they would go and they would have pizza and they'd they'd uh, just start talking and and throwing around ideas. And uh, Walt would always be like, "We're going out. We'll um, uh, we'll be back." I'm like, "All right, Chief, you got it." I I would call Walt Chief, just yeah. sort of like a nickname, right? right. <laughs> and, Chief, boss, yeah, Chief, like- boss. But it kind of I just kept calling him Chief for some reason. Yeah. I have no idea why. It's just it was just, the saying at the time, yeah, <laughs> which was the style, which at, was the the style at the time, and um. Like, Mike, why Q do you have would, an onion around your voice? <laughs> because that was the style at the time. And Q picked up on that. He's like, why does he call you chief? And Walt's like, I have no fucking clue. And um, so he um, – uh, Q just started calling me chief. Yeah. Hey, chief. Hey, chief. And chief. it just chief snowballed from chief there. Chief not in today? Chief not in today. Where's chief? Yeah. And uh, so that just became my nickname for for Q. Q is the the one who basically calls me Chief. Yeah. Not a whole lot of Wait, other so people. That, so again, uh, tell him Steve it started in '09. It started that early. I thought it yeah. went way way back. No, no, it was it, it was just that uh, just that simple. All right. So Chief. Chief. Chief Zapsic. Yeah, and it, you got to do it with the the Staten Island accent. Chief. Yeah. You got to go down, Chief. Yeah. Speak, so. Speaking of that, my wife uh, wife is a school teacher, and uh, she came to me last night. She's like. She was uh, asking me if the the song Ten Little Indians" is racist now. 
considered no. racist. No, I don't think so. Are you sure it's not? Pretty sure it's not racist because that's uh, ten little. Uh, that's it was actually a famous story by Agatha Christie too. Ten little Indians. Ten little Indians. Yeah, and they all die. Um, one after another, and it's, it has nothing to do with Indians, but um, no, I don't think it's racist at all. I mean, there are so many different misconceptions, like the let, – let me put it to you this way. Okay. The Indians, the yes. um, the Native Americans yes. fended off the Vikings. They did. The Vikings, who were the fiercest warriors Wait, who came true? here. It's very true. There is – um, they came here. The Nordic – People the, the the Nordic came here with their yes their, the conqueror their, their gods and basically their big boats yes their they, pelts like they came all, over here every other stereotype I can think of right. for Vikings and what happened was and um, basically the Indian nations yeah. were at low ebb when the pilgrims came over here okay uh, so we didn't like kick them out of the, these were like super. These were superhumans, the Native Americans, but there there was some kind of plague that had wiped out almost 60% of their population. Something came in just like in 1918, 1919, we had the Spanish flu, which killed 20 million people across the globe in one year. So whenever we get to – whenever we get too many people on the planet, Mother Earth comes in and and kicks our fucking asses. So – uh, when the pilgrims came in, the I mean the Native Americans were at low ebb. There's no way that a bunch of dudes with fucking buckles on their shoes, right, could, <laughs> like funny hats, seriously, like could, frilly collars, exactly, could you know musket. kick the shit out of, right. and, and you know they're British, so bad teeth. Uh, I did and not you know, think I did about not that. Know this, yeah, and the uh, the Croatoan, you yeah. know that whole Roanoke um, the tribe, yes. Well, the Roanoke, yeah, the Croatone yeah. was the the tribe, but right. the um, that whole mystery surrounding the Roanoke colony, yeah. back in 1640, every child's heard of it. It's like they came back and the the fort was gone, and there was you know there it was just a mystery, and there was just one one word Croatone. Yeah, it's like, dude, Why they <laughs> Croatone was the Indian tribe. It was like three miles away, right? And most of them were starving in that little thing. So they went and they joined the tribe. Yeah. They went, they joined the tribe, they went native. Right. So that You're starving. What are you gonna do? M- mystery solved. Yeah, you, yeah. you pull your weight, you get to eat. Wow, Mike's asked like history lesson. Here. History yeah, you kidding? And uh actually thanks to Cracked, the D textbook. It was pretty cool. Cracked, That's how you but, learned all this? Yeah. From Cracked magazine? Cracked and uh Cracked well, website. Cracked, Cracked website. Com, actually yeah. Cracked they've got something called the D textbook. It's everything you learned in school is like bullshit. Oh, but the real. But the real stuff, yeah. Like we didn't come over here and kick the Indians' asses. We came in here. We supplemented their tribe yeah. a little bit and um, basically we we took over. We didn't kill them. We yeah. just – the ones that didn't assimilate are still in, in enclaves around but they're – Yeah, but most of them were wiped out already before the bubble – Yeah, before we even – heads came in. Yeah, before the douchebag – For your pilgrim. ancestors, Mike, came in. Hey, my ancestors. My ancestors. Yeah, your, your ancestors. Uh, my ancestors look cool, man. We didn't have – we had <laughs> we had those little pointy hats. We didn't we – Seriously, actually, your ancestors might just be the um, the Inuit people. Uh, could be. Could Bearing be. straight, man. I'm telling That's you. It's true. So – and you could cross the Bering Strait back then. You could when, in in the winter time. And you could. So it reminds me of my favorite saying, Mike. Uh, you know, the only reason you kicked my ass was because I was sick. Exactly. That's, that's a good history lesson. Yeah. So I mean, we didn't kick the Indians' asses. 
Um, basically, they would have fucked us over if we had even tried to. And people like, well, we had muskets. Well, so what? We yeah. didn't have a shitload of them. No. You know, we didn't have the ability but, to you know to make them back in 1600. Takes a load? Yeah, seriously, they had bow and arrows, and they could have. Yeah. And like, whoosh, whoosh. exactly, they were the Native Americans were like the ninja of the American <laughs> the, continent, the and they were better than ninjas because they didn't have to wear all black. <laughs> they they could just wear buckskins and and fuck you up, you know, in broad daylight. Yeah. So. And I learned from The Simpsons that in, uh, Indians would drink a lot of water at night, so they'd wake up early in the morning and have to pee. Hell yeah! And attack. That was yeah, early that in the was, morning, and always when whenever you attack before dawn, they were the masters of that. Yeah. You you attack before dawn because yeah. I learned people that was from The Simpsons, sleep. right? Is that yeah, how I learned that. She he um, yeah. Bart he? drank twelve glasses of water. Yeah. Oh, then he was dreaming like pee pee. Yeah. Pee. <laughs> we're number one. Pee, yeah, pee. and. Uh, he was uh, in what waterfalls and oh, yeah, all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And then he got up before the – Oh, Christmas, right? Yeah. That's what he wanted. And he melted everything. He melted all the <laughs> – Little Homer great, didn't get his sausages. Such a great episode. His Christmas sausage. Yeah. So, yeah. Good poll, Mike. I'm telling you, the, the Native Americans, kick-ass people. Yeah. And might be in some people's so, bloodlines. Here's to the Native Americans. Not mine, because I'm I'm fucking Irish You're and freaking whitey, dude. Um, my God, the Irish and the Czechoslovakians. We didn't get. We were like the last ones on the boat. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, delving into comics here, end of Harley Quinn number issue zero that came out Wednesday. <laughs> there is Let's a talk about this. there's a Thanksgiving uh, piece of art back there with the whole DC universe. Not, right. The whole, oh, the, oh, them, you mean the uh, the Batman thing. There's a Batman, yeah. Yeah, it's Batman. pretty cool. Not the whole DC universe, the Batman universe. No, it's the Batman universe. It's got Batwoman. Celebrating like the first Thanksgiving, but it's all like kind of like, it's all like messed up. It's like yeah, Batman it's world. It's pretty awesome. Thrown out there. Yeah. It's a great piece. I don't, I couldn't find a signature on there. I don't know. Who uh, they, uh, you know what? I don't know. We we'll gonna have to, out. we'll find our uh, boy. At, it's pretty awesome. Probably J.H. Williams III or somebody. Yeah. Or didn't he walk away from that book? Yeah, he did. So oh, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. Sorry, Jay. Um. But it, it gives teasers as to what's coming up in the Bat universe. Yes. Like they they have um, Batwoman, her oh, yes. wedding ring. Yes. You see a, a flash of wedding okay. ring. All, there's always a deeper meaning. Yes. Everything has a deeper meaning. And there's a blonde-haired character who's just there. Yes. And no one knows who it is. Might be Dick Grayson. Might be. And Dick Grayson is not anywhere in there. Oh. So. Oh. That's right. yeah. That's a hmm. Uh, anyways, I'm heading off to uh, back to back to Collectors Con. I don't know how we got off. On oh yeah, but I love it, man. <clears throat> love how we just go on these. What are you skewing nah, these tangents like uh, Back to the Future too? You know our timelines. I evident always cross into different <laughs> tangents. Uh, I'm I'm heading there. I'm trying to get out of here uh, like sometime this afternoon. Okay, head down. I'll be at Nacho Mama's. And I hear that you're not out. driving with Rob Bruce. I I drove Rob down last time. He can find his own ride. This okay, time. and is uh, Cliff going? I don't know if Cliff is going. Cliff Galbraith, ladies and gentlemen. Cliff, Cliff is going. Then Rob is going with him. I, I imagine. Oh man, that's gonna be. Uh, I would love slash hate to be part of that little uh, that road trip. Road trip, yeah. <laughs> me, me, you know, me and Rob had a fun road trip. We went down. We were, uh, I think we were blasting Pandora, like the heavy metal station, oh the whole God. way down. Um, and then, then we went to Nacho Mama's, introduced him to uh, cheap beer, National Bohemian beer, and uh, uh, he drank beer. No, he didn't oh, drink beer. I drank beer. Okay, I just introduced him to the brand. He was like, "Who's this? Who's this one-eyed feller here?" That's that's Mister Bo. Okay, their mascot, Natty Bo. Gotcha. Natty Bo, and uh, introduced him to uh, um, crab notch crab quesadillas. 
He ate crab? He ate crab. Wow, okay. He did indeed eat crab. Because he – no central nervous system. That's his excuse yeah, okay. for everything. So yeah. So anyway, uh, that's that's very cool uh, and, and you're going to be – And tonight I'm handing over to the Benji's Drive-In Theater. Nice. They're which, still open? They're still open. It's cold as hell out. Wow. But this is why I love this place. They stay open till late November. An outdoor drive-in movie theater. That's fantastic. And they will pack a crowd tonight and, and tomorrow night. Um, here is their lineup. Just I want to hear it. They on uh, weekends, Friday and Saturday, they always play a triple feature. All without, right, what do we got? Without fail. So, triple feature tonight, Mike, is starting at starting when the sun sets, which is very early now. I think it starts uh, seven uh, da, 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 Friday, seven o'clock tonight. Ender's Game, uh, followed by Thor: The Dark World. That's cool. I mean, that alone is awesome. <laughs> Ender's Game kind of, you know, wasn't it in and out of the I don't theaters? know. I am not. Uh, I didn't read Because the book. you got Garrison Ford in his old gravelly voice. I didn't read the book. And then. Uh, Ender, you're going to be our greatest general. So ever. Ender's Game followed by Third of the Dark World and capped off with Bad Grandpa. Dude. Oh, dude, is, Bad Grandpa. You got to tell me how that is. Is that an awesome triple feature or what? You know what would be better? What's that? The Room. The room would have been cool. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. I don't know if the room will work at the outdoor theater. You need to kind of have a confined yeah, you, space. Yeah, you need so to you can, throw something. So you can hear all the quips, all the uh, people yelling at the screen and all that. But, I mean, how about that for a triple feature? I'll be doing that. And, and you know, dr- uh, driving theater is a magical place. Just everything down from the nostalgia factor to the well-stocked snack bar to that beam of light just hitting that huge screen. Um, everything magical. I'm telling you, I I agree with you 100. percent Yeah. Hey, folks, if you uh, want to send like a million dollars to me and Ming, oh, we, we almost, will. We will start set up the world's greatest, and we've got the opportunity right now. Actually, if anyone out there is has has a couple, we might, of, we might need more than a mil. Actually, yeah, it would probably be about a five million dollar investment. <laughs> Kickstarter. Anybody <laughs> out there with five mil just to piss away? Uh, get in touch with me and Ming. We've got uh, a couple opportunities here and we could probably figure out the logistics yeah for a drive-in movie club and we could make it a money maker as well yeah or if you don't want to come you, take us out to you dinner don't and to our five million dollar <laughs> kickstarter then just drive down to baltimore or go to benji's go to yeah benji's it's probably theater, uh, benji's.com b-e-n-g-i-e-s probably um, easier to do that yeah than to you know finance our dreams yeah but if you're around uh, i'll be watching bad grandpa and Probably make Bad it grandpa. Kind of Thor starts awesome. at eight forty-five. Uh, yeah, I might be down there for that. We'll see. Ender's Ender's game. Yeah, Ender's game. I'm sorry, I just can't stand Harrison Ford's voice anymore. We better stand his freaking Star Wars man. I'm hoping that they dub over his voice. What, like David Prowse? Like, sorry, dude, we, we didn't tell you that we dubbed <laughs> over his voice. Yes. He's still mad about that. He will be mad about that until the day he dies. He's still and, mad. And rightly so. No. But but then again, he, he did have an effeminate voice. Yes. Uh, he sort of sounded like... Uh, didn't he? He almost the sounded like. The force is strong with this one. Yeah, he sounded. He Jonathan sounded like Harris. Jonathan Harris. Did yeah. he really? Is I, I've never. I don't think I've ever heard his like real voice. Yes. Take her away. It's you know the whole thing. <laughs> uh, not terribly menacing. Sounds like I'm search I'm, the search the ship for those the plans. I want them alive. Like that. Exactly. All right. 
I'm feeling something I haven't felt in a very long uh, listen, time. Listen, dude, there's a reason they replace your exactly. But you still got paid. Yeah, seriously. If you're the still checks getting, if the checks bounced, then you got reason to yeah, bitch. You're still getting paid. Exactly. And you could go to Comic Con. Yeah. Not, they don't even they don't even show your face. And you can you pull you can charge forty bucks for your art. Right. Hi, I'm David Prowse. And you're signing something that is like, yeah, I, I wore a mask. Yeah. And that's the mask I wore, so yeah. I'm signing it that's for That's my you. costume. Now, personally, I want <laughs> – And I swear I was – Honest to God, I really do want uh, James Earl Jones signing more than David Prowse. Yeah. That's just me. James Earl uh, – yeah, yeah. If I'm having a Darth Vader thing, it's it ain't David – I you could get a, a Muppet to do the whole walking around thing. Yeah. And swinging a lightsaber. I want the voice. Right. That's why they use him in the um, the Sprint commercials. Yes. Him and he and uh, Malcolm McDowell. Oh yeah, so they got good voices because they got the most memorable Boy, voices voice. ever. Yes, and and now actually Harrison Ford has one of the most memorable voices because I'm sitting here going, "Holy shit, that is." You the mean worst this voice person? Uh, Ender, no, the Ender's Game. Uh, I saw comics. Uh, oh, it's a very good podcast. Uh, I I can't do it justice. Uh, Ralph Garman's got an excellent Harrison Ford impression. Oh, does he? Okay, good. Oh, it's per. Okay. It's, really can't do but that. it's like you know how he moans like. Rrr, 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 rrr. Um, ain't the, ain't the years, no, that's the good, Mike. Yours is much better than mine. Ain't the years, it's the miles. Much yes. better than mine. Uh, what do you think of doing for Thanksgiving? What am I doing? Yes. Um, is, it, is it your year this year? This is – no. Actually, it's um, – we always have it over at my – well, we used to do it at my house and I would just cook the entire meal and we'd yeah. have a shitload of leftovers because I mean, really the four people – we don't eat a, a whole lot and I mean even the smallest turkey is like a 12-pounder. Yeah. So – you know, you're making turkey croquettes. Yes. Making all sorts turkey of turkey chili. Turkey chili, turkey everything. Yeah. Turkey soup. Uh so this year we're going over because my father is uh no longer going down. He's no longer a snowbird. Oh. Yeah, we clipped his no, we clipped his wings. Um great guy. His short term memory is going. Is he Mr. Short Term Memory? No, Remember we Mr. wish. Mr. Short Term Memory from Saturday Night Live? Yes, I do. Tom Hanks? Oh, yes. And- Short Term Memory. <laughs> he should no. have stood under that poetry. Um, There's just no remedy. Yeah. Unfortunately, anyway. well, you can sing that because it's not copyrighted if you sing it. Um, <laughs> Mr. Ming, get around the rules. Yeah. 10. I didn't but finish the song. That's it fun. was under 30 seconds. All right. And you know what? It's fun. But – uh, his short-term memory's gone. It's thank God not Alzheimer's. It's just age. You know, he's eighty-four, and yeah, that happens. You don't, yeah. yeah. So eighty-four, um, and you know, we don't want him going down there. Yeah, you know, so we stepped in and said, "No, you're not going down." No. Uh, so he's. He, this he is his first. The, he'd be on. Did he hit you on the head and like fuck you? <laughs> no, on. no, he understood. It's that well, was. Well, you guys real, outnumber him, you and, and that's exactly brothers, right. right so, so yeah, we were pushing him around. <laughs> you're not going nowhere, old man. They're pushing him down. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, baby. You're dead. You're yeah. This is this is for when I was twelve. Yeah, that was really unfair. But um. So, you're cel- oh, but, um, so you so, get to celebrate with him. Yeah, um, we were celebrating with him. My sister-in-law has got a nice big house with a huge kitchen. Oh, nice. And uh, I'm going to make a turkey at my house. Okay. I'm doing the Julia Child. Are you brining it? I'm brining yes. the shit out of it. You should brine everything. That's what I'm, I say. I'm right brining here. it and I'm also everything? removing the um, the thigh bone. I'm taking – I'm quartering the um, the turkey. I'm not really quartering. I'm going to butcher it. Okay. I'm taking the legs out. I'm taking the thigh. Okay. And I'm taking the bone out and I'm going to uh, rub it with sage and um, 
sage and thyme okay. and salt and kosher salt and okay, pepper. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to um, put in stuffing and roll it back up and tie it and oh, roast wait, it that way. And then I'm roasting the breast and the uh, the brine oh, breast, yeah, the brine uh, drumstick yeah. uh, on top of – my sage and, and uh, sausage stuffing. I like this, man. This you, is – it's beautiful. Freaking like Hannibal lecturing this turkey. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah so, like, this, is, this, is where the, this is where the talent comes out, boy. It's good, man. This is going to taste delicious. Well, uh, I'll save you some. I hope your family enjoys this. They will. Have you ever done the deep frying? No, because uh, deep frying a turkey to me is – it's it's never done anything Sacrilege. really great. No, not really. I, I don't find it to be like, oh, my God, why are you doing this? Because it, it's not – that way, yeah. But I just never saw the the need to go out and buy a huge deep fryer for a turkey. Yeah. Because guess what? That thing gets really, hot. really hot. I just love how they sell these kits, the turkey deep frying turkey kits at Walmart, right? And then these rednecks take them home and they burn down their houses. Yeah, they burn down their yards because yeah. their their entire yard is flammable. And if you look on YouTube, you can see videos of people burning down their houses. Oh yeah, it's like, like oh shit, the outhouse is on fire. Yeah, basically, <laughs> get out of there, Uncle Jeb. It's an open flame with a vat of grease. Vat and of boiling grease. Boiling grease. So pe- what people do is they put the oh like hey, let's put the turkey in now, and they the just grease, slam it down. Yeah, they slam it down. The grease overflows, hits the open flame. Grease gets everywhere. You can't put it out with water. No, you can't. And like you're screwed. Well, then, you you really should have. I mean, like unless baking you, powder. Or you know, you're a redneck if you don't yeah, have or sand. sand. Get yeah. a bag of sand or something. Sand, baking powder, or uh, just how about a fire extinguisher? Yeah. A blanket. Yeah. <laughs> which they also sell at Walmart. Yeah, which you could also pick up. Like, nah, yeah. we ain't gonna need that. Ain't gonna need that. Yeah. It's gonna be a delicious turkey. Yeah. And uh, but. To have that much grease, even if you do it in peanut oil, yeah, it's not good. Over no. an open, fl- the open flame is not a good. You, idea. You're just asking for asking all sorts for of trouble. People usually do it out. You know, you're supposed to do it outside. People do it on their decks. Yeah, which is stupid. Which, you know, their wooden, wooden deck, decks. Wooden yeah. deck, highly flammable, with flammable <laughs> varnish on there. Yeah, not good. Now you're you're asking for death. Yeah, instant death, as right. a matter of fact, because yeah. that shit once it gets on your skin, it fucking hurts. That's an instant second degree burn. Oh, that's hot oil. Get, yeah, if you oh, get yeah. that, and yeah, people sucks. people don't use gloves. Yeah, or you see the fuck, and you see the YouTube videos of the douchebags in uh, shorts doing it. Oh yeah, dumbasses. Seriously, what like the shorts f- and like flip flops. Yeah, <laughs> it's like serious. All right, well, I guess you want it to be crippled for yeah. the rest of your life. All right. So listen, if you're deep frying your turkey, if you're listening here, please be careful. No, no, no. Uh, well, or, be or it's natural selection. I suppose. Seriously, or, if if you're if you're reckless with your your turkey frying, then thank you, thank you for I, I don't know how Darwinism. you made it. Seriously, I don't know how you made it this far, but okay. Because there are ample opportunities in your life to kill yourself yes. on a daily basis. Yes, and this is just this like is that choice. really big one. Yeah, this and and Fourth of July probably the two biggest like, um, fire related fire related and redneck death. Holidays, yeah. I would have to say. Right. I mean, you want Irish death holidays? Yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, go straight to St. Patrick's Day. I mean, yeah. absolutely. But, but redneck holidays? Yeah. Deep frying turkey. Deep frying turkey. Why? Why? No, I mean, I, oh, okay, it's not worth it. Yeah, it, it really is. Just a turkey. There's uh, there's Stop a couple the things you can do. It's not and, worth it. Yeah, if you want some cooking tips, cooking tips with my yeah. Somebody give me the put the legs up the ass and whatever Mike's doing. Exactly. Just um, basically, what you can do is split the turkey breast. Yes. Brine it. Brine it. Always brine it first. 
Always brining. And brining, folks, for those of the those of you who don't know or and are like, I'm not gonna find out. Brining is basically soaking your turkey in salted water yeah. with other herbs. Yeah, and it makes it taste good and it keeps the moisture in the Yes, turkey. and because – The salt is in there. Right. Turkey, especially commercially uh, done turkey, and I don't give a rat's ass who it is. Unless you're out there killing your own turkey, yes. you're eating a commercial turkey. Yes. I don't care if it says organic on it. Yeah. It's still a farm-raised turkey. It it might get to sleep indoors. Might get to I don't yeah, know. Might, might get corn fed. All yeah, that, but might. But still I mean, it's still commercial. So it's um, flavor neutral. Yes. The only flavor it has. Love turkey. It's flavor neutral. Yeah. Any flavor uh, that a turkey has is the flavor which with which you impart it. Yes. So, so brining a turkey. Go for the thyme, go for the sage, and go for uh, black peppercorns yeah, and salt. That's flavor, it. man. That's flavor country. Exactly. If you're – and most people are like tuned out by now. Yeah, like, we're doing, uh, like tell people it. how to cook yeah. without any visuals. It Talking about food. doesn't work. Fuck them. But I think npr has got that food. Like, uh, yeah, they that, do. That, that one they make fun of on Saturday Night Live, salty chocolate balls. Yes. Or sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Sweaty yeah, balls. So we, could st- we can do it too. Sweaty balls. We can do it too. I love the sweaty balls. Yes. Oh, see, we 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 do have more enthusiasm though. Uh, I like talking about sweaty balls with enthusiasm. <laughs> sweaty I balls. I love putting sweaty balls in my mouth. I love putting love sweaty it. balls all over the place. Yes. So, but um, yeah, yeah infuse your, your turkey, infuse too. your turkey with some goddamn flavor, some people. Flavor, man. And if you if you want to get that like seared in flavor yes. that you can get from a um, a fried turkey, yeah. basically what you do is you take it out of the you should brine it for at least 24 hours. Okay. Take it out of the brine, yes. pat it down, yes. and put it in uh, – put your roasting pan on two burners, okay. crank them up, yeah. put and a little bit of oil in there. And, and like uh, sear the turkey? Sear the turkey, but first, before you do anything, pat the uh, the turkey dry. You don't want it all like wet. No, you don't. And then um, – Yeah, brown it. Uh, brown sear it with – but, but put on – Flour, flour, seasoned flour will go a long way. Okay, a little salt, a little pepper, and flour. Yes. Flip it on both sides when they're brown, and then uh, take it off. Scrub out the, or you can even, which is I love this. Okay, take a little bit of white wine, deglaze your pan. Oh hell yeah, deglaze! You hear that, kids? Deglaze. It means to get the brown, get the flavor, those of that, brown, that brown scorchy like, parts, flavor fat off of there. Scrape man. that off yeah. with a wooden spoon yeah, and put flavor, it in your man. stock, boys. Yes. And then you have your gravy. Touchdown. Hell yes. All right. Did we make and, and I set nothing on fire. Yes. And you set nothing on nothing fire. Nothing was set on fire. And you're a hero. And, I'm, and you'll be a hero. Yeah. You'll be a hero to your family. Thanksgiving cooking tips from Mike Zapps. That's Everybody. right. Yes. All rights reserved. All rights reserved. 2013. Yes. Yes. So yes. All right. So we're good. And uh, – <laughs> All right. Well, I have a whole list here. I was going to talk about the rest of my LA trip. Yes, talk kind about of, the, uh, if you want. Can I skim through it quickly? Or what? Go. Did you have something? Did you have a story? Breaking news? Uh no breaking news. Nothing. Oh. Nothing really that I can think of. This. Oh, there was something, but we got? it's not going to happen until next year, okay. and uh, I can't talk about it right now. Oh. All right. But yes, actually, you know what? The really cool thing, and we're going to do this next year. Our Kickstarter will start, and this is my vow. Okay. Um, January, give me, um, give a me month. a month. I'll give you a month, two months from today. January, January 20, 22nd. January 22nd, we're starting our Kickstarter for All the right, book and record okay, comic book. So, yes. Do it. Record, little vinyl, little floppy record. You know, what? maybe we'll fly out. 
And do the do it at Nightbird. Do it at uh, Nightbird. Uh, we're gonna have to. I'm telling. Let's see how we the, do. It's gonna have to be the million dollar Kickstarter then. Well then, <laughs> Nightbird. Recording let's see if studios. we can get the six million dollar Kickstarter. Nightbird recording studio is not cheap. Although I read an interview with Jed Lieber, the guy who opened the studio, right? And he says this is one of the few industries where the prices actually decreased as time went on. Okay. So well. studio prices used to be really expensive, and now they're like sort of. Expensive. Then we'll go with our boy Dave. Dave Manheimer. Dave Manheimer. Um, and the reason the studio prices have dropped is because the home technology has improved so much that you could record your own album at home. We, you could, yeah, you know, but- we can record a very good sounding podcast right here on a beat up poker table with, you know, our equipment here costs, you know, about $100,000. Okay. Edit up. That's why, you know, so people are less apt to go to a studio and dump a bunch of money. Now, the reason I did it was multiple reasons. Because One, it's a dream. One, it was something oh, I wanted me. to do. Two, the atmosphere was good. Like I, uh, you know, the number of rock stars I've been through there. Like I wanted to feel that energy. You can, you know, I want to be at the same place that they recorded hits. You can smell it. And number three, just the, you know, we're like the whole studio vibe was so different. Was so awesome. Did you have uh, audio engineers there that were I did doing levels and stuff yes, for you? That's pretty fucking awesome. I did. I had uh, when you rent the studio, you get an assistant engineer there who sets everything up, which was awesome. Like I got in there, we set up, uh, we had two engineers running around, uh, placing mics in front of us, uh, making sure the levels were correct. Um, you know, putting stands. I got took pictures of stands. They're using like very, very high end microphones. Um, you know, putting pop screens, uh, just setting up, making sure that we were, we were happy. Um, there was a there was a carrot coffee machine in there, and like oh. there was there was food everywhere. But you know, making sure we were. I had Keurig. I had a Keurig. Yeah. Um, Sandy yeah. took it away from me. Um, oh, no. And, and you know what? That's okay. Keurig was not. It, well, it no, wasn't as good as as I wanted it to be. Uh, you know, it's it's. Convenient. I love me some it's coffee. Put it's it very cup, convenient. Hit a button done. Yeah. And then right as we we're about to record, two other you know, a couple people run in. Set in plates of cookies and fruit. And now that's it nice. It was like true rock star treatment. Like I felt like I felt like uh, you know I felt like Steven Tyler. Like I felt like Aerosmith ready to record toys or uh, toys in the attic. Toys in the attic. Or I felt like uh, you know I felt, as long as it's not flowers in the attic. Yeah, I that's like, all I care I about. I felt like Zeppelin right about to record okay. a track from Houses of the Holy. Although <laughs> all I was doing was what I'm doing right now. Talk. Nice. That's perfect. It was you're allowed to. It was cool. Now, before that day we recorded, like it was a huge – it was an awesome day. It was an awesome day. I went to the Griddle for breakfast that morning, the world-famous Griddle. Griddle. Where they you had red velvet pancakes. Couldn't come for oh, – <laughs> the meat pancakes? There are no meat in there. <laughs> I know, but yeah. that's the uh, – we'll tell that story one oh, of these right. days, yes. the, the Wolf Lanigan meat story. Yes. And uh. um, that breakfast at the Griddle, I went to the Sunset Marquee early, chilled out, you know, just kind of got the vibe. Now, um, they have a restaurant there. Very fancy high end restaurant. Right. Uh, it's called uh, you know the the restaurant at the Sunset Marquee. We made reservations reservations for lunch, and just so happens my friend Alina is one of the chefs there. She's been working Ooh. there as a chef there for three years. Told her I was coming, so I got up there. I told him I was there, I, um, and gave me the VIP seat oh. at the VIP treatment. And so I'm sitting there. That's always us, good. They bring us menus, and I'm looking through the menu, and like it's all good. Right. Oh, good. I don't know what to get. So what do I do? I whip out my phone and I text Alina. I was like, hey, what's what's good today? I am texting the chef at the wow. restaurant. Wow. That's – wow. Oh, what is good? She tells me and I order that. And it's just, it's what just, was it? 
the whole vibe. Uh, I got it was it was a crispy chicken cutlet BLT, which was out of this world. Served on you know like focaccia bread, whatever, or or ciabatta bread, or whatever. Not not whatever. It's it makes it different. It does make a huge. It's all about the bread in the sandwich. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got that. I had uh, I had this crazy arugula like ca- baby kale Caesar salad. Nice. Sitting there like and, like you know I had to get a good meal before I recorded. Of course. And you know so I'm texting her and like thanks like this place is awesome. Thank you for getting us in. Um, you know, looking at uh, around the, around the tables, I see across from me is sitting a uh, Julian Lennon, John Lennon. No kidding, the, the, the singer. Oh, that's so cool! Or he just a, put out an album. He did. Yeah, I, yeah he did. Yeah. I, yeah, all right. How did I know that? I know music. Yeah, I listen to stuff. Album. I listen to radio. Or you know, AKA uh, John Lennon's son, one of John Lennon's sons. AKA Jude. Uh, Jude. Yes, Jude. he was Jude. He was yes, uh, Hey he was Jude. Jude. He was Hey Jude. Yeah, that uh, Paul McCartney wrote that yeah. for Jude's Julian like Lennon. Jude. Yeah, he's having like a power meeting. That's nice. With uh, you know, with who knows? With you. No, with- <laughs> you should have gone over. I don't mean to intrude, but I'm gonna intrude and yeah. just sit down with him. Yeah. So the meal's done, and out comes uh, out comes a dessert made specially for me by the pastry oh. chef. There was no dessert menu. He made it. Wow. For me, apparently. And then he can't, you know, it's like this. Was he a fan? Apparently he, he was a fan, yeah. That's excellent. <laughs> he was a fan. That is so cool. Do you think that Julian Lennon was sitting there going, that's Ming Chen? Holy shit. I think shit. Julian Lennon was that's looking at Ming me Chen. Eating this dessert, which uh, was a, this whole like chocolate medley, like ganache. And he came over and, you know, of course, in chef like fashion, told him, explained to me what everything was. There was this chocolate ganache with like gold leaf, like edible gold leaf on oh, it. Oh, he gave you gold leaf? Yes. Do you know? Oh yes, my I, god, that's like a, a hundred dollars right yeah, there. That like one, that. yeah, I know. Wow, I know. And he gave me this like this like chocolate mousse. Like uh, I, I use the most expensive chocolate known to man. In this. Holy like, shit! So, oh my god, you know what? David Cross says something in his um, in one of his stand up routines. If that isn't the biggest fuck you to poor people, yeah, edible gold, edible gold. <laughs> And I don't know what is. He, oh, that's great. So yeah. Ming Chen, fuck you for poor yeah. people, man. You don't deserve to live. Yeah. So well, you do. Awesome dessert. And I, yeah, I think freaking Julian Lin's looking over. And he's like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, what no. the hell, man? Where's no, he's saying, where's Who the fuck gold? is this guy? Yeah, where's what my What the fuck? Where's my gold leaf? Where's my gold leaf? Where's Holy my, shit. Holy leaf? shite. This is bollocks. This is bollocks. This is yeah. This is shite. <laughs> oh, that's great! I yeah. love that. Um, so you know, of course, I had to Instagram a photo of the dessert, me and the dessert, because it was gorgeous. Yeah, and then five minutes later, he liked it. <laughs> Julian Lennon, not Julian Lennon, the pastry chef. Oh, of course, he did. Well, I would hope so. I, I would love it if Julian Lennon liked it. That would be even better. Yeah. Uh, so I got hooked up from the pastry chef. At the nice. Restaurant and the do, does he have a name? Do we know his name? Uh, Aris. His name is Aris. Aris. Yes. You the man, follow, Aris. Follow him at uh, I believe. Uh, hang on. His, Twitter. Yeah, come on. Give him a Instagram name is just J U S T underscore Aris A R I Just A I R S. Yes. Uh, actually, I think his full name is Ariston. Okay. Um, That's pretty cool. Well, you the man, Arist. Uh, actually, his Twitter name is just Ariston. Just underscore A I A R I S T O N. Just Ariston. Okay, cool. His name is Aris Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Oh, cool. Aris Rodriguez. <laughs> oh my God! You almost pulled the last name. I know. Rodriguez. Planted in my head. It was uh, Aris Ariston Rodriguez. You planted it in my head. So the I did. Other That's what it was. The studio engineer that came out was our friend DJ James. Oh, cool. All right. He came out and engineered the, uh, the session. We're making lots of friends. Yeah. That's cool. He was so, wearing a Babylon shirt. That was cool. Even better. Yeah. Uh, talk so, to me about the Black Market Bub. Uh, so to celebrate all of this, uh, uh, my friend Alina, who been working all day, was like, hey, uh, you got to go to this place called the Black Market Pub in uh, Studio City. 
Um, uh, if you're free tonight, we should meet up there. So we had dinner at this black market pub. Uh, small plates, uh, but it was it was amazing. That's the best amazing. way to go. Small plates are the best way to go, if I may yeah, say so. As a chef, it, as a foodie, yes. Uh, the only way to go is small plates, and uh, many get, many of them. That way, you get the best of everything. Yes. And may I just say one thing? And uh, I'm going to have to get her uh, email okay. address from you. Okay. Uh, Andrea Beckerman. Absolutely. Our, we our, com- our angel at AMC. Our angel at AMC. Yes. Yeah, so are, uh, are you planning on going back to Talking Bad? Is that uh, I'm, I'm actually planning on just sending her a thank you letter, uh, thank you email, because I'm. Uh, I'm overdue. I have not. I have. I um, need to send her a thank you. I have um, also. Uh, I bet. Thank I bet you, you Rob Bruce beat us both, man. Uh, well, he. Yes, he should have. And if he didn't, then I would probably punch him in his face. Yeah, Mike, Black Market Liquor Bar in Studio City. Okay, Black Market Pub, Black yeah, Market uh, Liquor Bar. Yeah. This sounds intriguing, Ming. Um, here, this is what I had. Just, uh, you know, if you like food, uh, the homemade dough, the homemade dough potato chips. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, something called smoked trout toast. Oh. With pickle, pickled vegetables and a quail egg. Oh, that's like the awesome. whole toast thing in LA. I find the West Coast is big. I've heard, I've seen. They'll take a big hunk of toast and put like just shit, shit on top there. of it. Yeah, just all sorts of shit. That's uh, the best way to go. I'm know. telling you, we were. Um, oh damn it! What, what else did I have? Doing? The deep fried cauliflower with lemon aioli, Mike. Le- I can teach you how to make a lemon aioli if you're of a mind. Yes. Uh, the barbecue short rib with raisin, fennel, arugula, and confit tomato brioche. Confit of tomato? Yes. That is so weird. And I wanna shoot, I wanna think I had something else. Um oh something called the deep fried fluffernutter. Oh you know my god. Fluffernutter is a of peanut course, butter yeah. and marshmallow sandwich, deep fried. Uh how was it? Was it delicious? <laughs> Freaking amazing. Okay. Like I wanna go back. So if you're anywhere near that, go for me. Okay, and if you're a redneck, don't try to deep fry. Don't fry deep don't yeah. No, don't do do don't do 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 don't be deep frying any fluffernutter. Oh, by the way, did you notice on the last um, comic book men when Walt asked the question, I was like, "Hububadubba." Yes. Oh my god! I was like, "Oh my god!" They left that in. My, Son of a bitch. My favorite part of that episode is that Walt's looking like we get the chance to look to uh-huh. scope out the storage locker, and Walt's like, "Ooh!" <laughs> yeah, he was he was very excited. The thing that pissed me off the most was is, I had the best line at the end that they cut out. What was the best? Because Kevin, here. don't you remember? Kevin said, "So what did you guys do with all that shit?" Yes. And I said, "Well, first we got a storage locker." <laughs> Which would have been perfect. It would have been the the I, best I, capper, uh, but yeah. no, no well, button. The storage locker being our basement. People want those encyclopedias. Uh, that's good. That's going to be expensive shipping, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, that was that was my LA adventure at the Sunset Marquee. I want to go. I want to go back, man. But you had a blast, and you know what? Then just cost prohibitive. My goal is to get somebody else to pay for it. Uh, I would have to say one thing. Get me, uh, <laughs> get me Andy's email yeah. ASAP so I can uh, email her and say thank you, and maybe we'll be invited back out. That'd be fun. Because if we did ever get invited to the Talking Dead to be on the couch, yeah, they'd fly us out. I think so. you would think so. I yeah, I would think so. You would think so. Anyways, that was yeah the Sunset Marquee Adventure. Uh, before that, I interviewed Diane Farr, which you may have listened to. You should listen to. It was good. Turned out to Bastards. be a really fun interview. Um, I wish I had more time with her, but she, um, 
before she got there, she had actually gone to, I think I told this story. She had gone to uh, the wrong hotel, another high-end hotel. Uh, uh, if you look it up, it's a hotel where John Belushi died. Oh, uh, that's, we passed by there. Yeah, what the what ho- was the name of it? Uh, Chateau Marmont. Yes, it's we a, passed by it. hotel where Lindsay Lohan tra- absolutely trashed. Uh, Jim Morrison fell out of a window there once. A lot of history at the Chateau <laughs> She went there first. She's like, wait a minute. I'm not in the right place. I'm like, uh, no, you want to go down farther down the street. So there's no recording studio at the Chateau Marmont that, I, that I'm aware of. Cool place, though. Cool uh, place. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a couple of plugs here. Yes, I'll be at Collector's Con on Saturday. Please come out. Cool. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, come be- out and, and don't make it a, um, a wasted trip for me. Yeah. Although Benji's never, and uh, yeah, never, Nacho you know, Mamas. I, you know it's never a wasted trip. No, you love your uh... – uh, Me and Mike are doing a live podcast, our first live show, I believe. Yeah, we're doing uh, – we're at the Podfest. Yeah, NYC Podfest. You can get tickets at csmod.com. Very cheap tickets. Come on out. Yeah, can we – What prizes? Should we well, talk like the NPR people? Yes. Yeah, the podcast. Good podcast. Very be, exciting. Uh, it's going to be very Podfest. fun. Go to csmod.com for tickets. And you can hang out with us. Yes. Before and after. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll be. Oh. And it's New York, so we're, we'll probably hitting up uh, some. We'll find a Grace Papaya somewhere. Papaya or we'll dog, Papaya King. We'll or we'll uh, we'll hit up an actual restaurant. Yeah. I'm thinking. All right, we'll do that. Depending on where it is, maybe we'll go to Carmine's and. Uh, oh, all right. We're eating we eating uh, meatballs. Yeah. Right. Some of the best meatballs in, uh, and some, some calamari. Yes. And uh, follow me and Mike's fan pages at Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Michael Zapsic, right? That's right. And uh, Ming Chen? Facebook.com slash Ming Chen CBM. CBM. Okay, CBM. cool. And uh, you just launched yours. Uh, what are you up to I now? Did. I How think, many uh, likes? I think, uh, you know, true to form, uh, 666. Woohoo! Evil. 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 Anyways, yes. So that's uh, that's what's going on this weekend. Cool. And uh, and yes. say hi to Rob Bruce for me. Yes, I will. Wish us no, I'm you. talking to other oh, people. Come right. out and yeah. come out and say hi to Rob Bruce. Yeah, come on out. Uh, oh, Jim Stranko is going to be there. Jim Stranko <laughs> of the the bone crushing handshake. Yeah, he will crush your hand. He'll crush your hand. Be careful. It's going to be awesome. So our old buddy Jim Stranko. We love Jim. Yes. So yeah. So that's uh, that's 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 that's. Thank you for listening. We'll be back. Yeah, we will be back. Uh, we'll what's be our back. schedule for Thanksgiving? We'll probably pre-record this morning show. Uh, why don't we do uh, uh, we you know, pre-record? Do, if you have ISO counts, uh, I might be able to record. our. We, we're doing a panel tomorrow. We may use that if we run out of time. Okay, that's cool. Uh, um, Bruce panel, which could be a train wreck. You and I are still going on Sunday. We got to yes. Talk taking hay is happening. Taking hay is happening. Put the we're going to go down uh, seven o'clock in the morning. We're going right, to be there early at okay. Collingwood. Perfect. If you decide that you're in the tri-state area, you want to take a trip. Yeah, come and see Ming and me come at the down. at Collingwood this yes. weekend. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right. Yes. All right. And then, uh, and 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 that and. Say it, Mike. And there you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.